Welcome to Hidden Headlines, Faith, Family, Freedom. I'm Brian Sussman. Coming up in this episode, racist. It's the go-to accusation used by the Democrats for virtually any authentic criticism of their progressive policies and their agenda. But regarding Baltimore, was President Donald Trump out of line to say the city is rodent infested? And as long as I'm going there, what about all the other cities across America run top to bottom by Democrat politicians? In this episode, I'll provide you with the statistics that will drop your jaw. Stand back. It's a filthy swamp that we're trying to drain, and it's filled with creatures known as demo rats. This is Hidden Headlines. Again, I'm Brian Sussman. You can follow me on Twitter, Brian underscore Sussman. Facebook, Brian Sussman Show, and my website, briansussman.com. And at the website, you can reach out and contact me via email. All right, let's dive in. This has to do with Donald Trump's tweets over the past weekend. He was talking about Baltimore. The congressman that oversees that area, represents that area, is Elijah Cummings. Elijah Cummings is an iconic African-American politician. So here's what Trump said. This was on July 27th. Why is so much money sent to the Elijah Cummings district when it is considered the worst run and most dangerous anywhere in the United States? No human being would want to live there. Where is all this money going? How much is stolen? Investigate this corrupt mess immediately. As proven last week during a congressional tour, the border is clean, efficient, and well-run, just very crowded. Cummings District is a disgusting, rat- and rodent-infested mess. If he spent more time in Baltimore, maybe he could help clean up this very dangerous and filthy place. What's interesting about Baltimore, most people in America have never visited Baltimore, just as most people in America have not visited a lot of cities in this country. Baltimore is 40 minutes from Washington, D.C. That's it, 40 minutes. I contend that most politicians in Washington, D.C. have never been to Baltimore. Now, there are nice parts of Baltimore, no doubt about it. My wife and my daughter just visited some family members in Baltimore only a few weeks ago. But you get to certain parts of Baltimore, like the east side, and it is a rodent-infested pigsty. Now, Donald Trump said rodent-infested, a rodent-infested mess. Why is that racist? Why is any of this racist? You know who really could be called a racist here is Elijah Cummings, the African-American who's clearly not concerned about African-Americans in his own district. And, And this is my point. Baltimore, like so many major cities across the United States, run top to bottom by Democrats, or shall we call them demo-rats in this particular case. These are some statistics that I shared on my radio show at KSFO. It's a morning program from 5 to 9 a.m. And these statistics even shocked me in some cases. I'm going to share them with you, and then, as I'm able to do in these podcasts, expand further than I ever could on a commercial radio show. Orkin. Orkin is the, the rodent, you know, the, the pest control company. Orkin. They're huge nationwide. They came out with their top 50 rattiest cities. Top 50. Baltimore is number eight on the list. 
Detroit number seven, Philadelphia six, Washington D.C. five, San Francisco, Oakland four, Los Angeles number three, New York number two, Chicago number one. These are all cities run top to bottom by Democrats. Now, why can't they do something about this? Why are these cities so filthy? In many cases, it has to do with homelessness. In many cases, it has to do with welfare recipients who don't give a rip about anything. In many cases, it has to do with lawlessness and just a lack of pride, which they are festering. Again, Baltimore, number eight on the list. I've seen the photographs. That place is putrid in some locations. I've been to San Francisco, putrid as well in some locations. It's disgusting. And again, these cities are run top to bottom by Democrats. And I'll bet I'll bet if you look at the Department of Sanitization or whatever they call it in Baltimore or even in San Francisco, they are loaded up with cash. What are they spending it on? That was Donald Trump's point with Elijah Cummings. His district received so much money. I'll get to that in just a moment. Okay, so that's rats. Now let's talk about murder. Murder capitals of America. Donald Trump contends that it's a very, very dangerous place, Baltimore. Well, yeah, he's right. I'm looking at the list here. East St. Louis is the, is the worst for murder. Again, run by Democrats for decades. Followed by Chester, PA, which is near Philly. St. Louis, Mo, that's number three. Gary, Indiana is number four. Number five is Baltimore. Number five on the list, most murders in the country, number five. Baltimore has 10.6 times the U.S. average. Number of murders in the last count last year, 342. Murder rate per population, 0.56. That's Baltimore. They've got a problem. What is the problem? They're run by Democrats. One would think, oh my gosh, well, the Democrats, they care about the people. Oh, really? So they clearly don't care about the infestation of rats. They clearly don't care about the murder rate. What's going on here? Well, let's continue. Let's continue with the school situation in Baltimore. Again, the Democrats are all about education, right? I mean, you, you hear that the big push amongst especially the liberals here in the San Francisco Bay Area, the liberals want all the young women in school to go into STEM, science, technology, engineering, math. Girls, go into STEM. We, get, we need to get more girls into STEM. Silicon Valley, we need, need more STEM, female. Oh, and then minorities, we need to get them into the STEM as well. Okay, well, if you want minorities and you want all the young women to go into STEM, then first and foremost, they better do pretty well at math. Because when I think of science and technology and engineering, <laughs> not to mention the M in STEM, which is math, you got to be proficient and beyond proficient in that particular discipline. Are you ready for this? Here's Baltimore. Baltimore. My goodness, when it comes to, well, forget STEM, let's just go to math. 22% of the city lives in poverty. 65% of the children grow up in single-parent households. That means most of them are on welfare. And the schools are a catastrophe. Students proficient in math. You ready for this? In 13 of Baltimore's 39 high schools. So there are 39 high schools in Baltimore. In 13 of those high schools, not a single student, not one student was deemed proficient in math. Not one. Zero in 13 schools. 
in 13 schools. You couldn't find one kid proficient in math. And isn't it interesting, because the high school graduation rate in Baltimore, 72%, which means these, are, these kids are getting a, a, a high school degree worth nothing. Nothing. That's awful. That's, that's beyond disturbing. And again, can't blame Republicans because these areas are governed top to bottom by Democrats. And not just Democrats, but, oh, the liberal, kind, forgiving, trustworthy. We care so much about the children. Democrats, give me a break. Now, let me, let me go one further. Or maybe I should just say take it to the next step. This has to do with Baltimore's top elected officials. This is a story from last year. Baltimore's top elected officials expressed frustration that city government agencies have failed again to properly account how they spent grant money. Oh, my goodness. Grant money. Federal grant money and state money from the state of Maryland and from the federal government. Now, listen to this. In the city of Baltimore, their budget is annually $2.8 billion. This is what Donald Trump was talking about with the money. Trump tweeted, why is so much money sent to the Elijah Cummings district when it is considered the worst run and most dangerous anywhere in the United States? No human being would want to live there. Where is all this money going? How much is stolen? See, what the maestro Trump is doing here is he's stirring up the pot to get an investigation going into Elijah Cummings. Because this guy is corrupt and he should be like uh, the politicians from Illinois behind bars. And I'll get into that in just a moment as well. Baltimore budget, $2.8 billion. In terms of grants, they get half a billion. Half a billion dollars. Federal grants, state grants. And no one knows where it's going. There's no accountability. The money literally disappears. Disappears. This is Baltimore. This is Baltimore. This is horrible. Trump's right. He's calling this city out. I mean, it's 40 miles away from D.C. Somebody's got to call it out. But as for these claims of racism, I mean, that's what the Democrats say to any, any criticism these days. If you say anything that is a disagreement with a person who is not Caucasian, oh, the knee-jerk reaction of the Democrats is to yell racism. This has been a political strategy that has met with a certain amount of success for them because it helps the Democrats garner a block vote with minorities. And that block vote, in turn, helps them win elections. You see, it's easy for a voter to see skin color, right? To see ethnicity, etc., and say, gosh, I'm different from everybody else. And look at those whiteies. Let's go after them. That's what they do. Although I think now it's beginning to backfire. Because people are starting to talk about the situation in, for example, Baltimore and these other cities. And hopefully they're scratching their heads and go, wait a second, what about these politicians? They're not helping us. You can't blame any of this on Republicans, my friends. You can't blame any. Let's talk about another, another state here. Because I mentioned, like all the politicians behind bars in Illinois, that's one heck of a story. I was born in California, 
And then when I was in high school, we moved to Chicago. So I've lived in the state of Illinois. I lived there for five years altogether. And I'm really glad we moved from California to Chicago. It gave me a different perspective on life. And I still, to this day, have some wonderful friends in the Chicagoland area. But to Illinois, it's, it's, it's a hellhole, or should I say uh, a blank hole. Fill in the blank. Illinois has a $216 billion debt load. Illinois is upside down. It's run top to bottom by Democrats. Now you get into central part of the state, you get into the southern part of the state, uh, there's a lot of red going on. But there aren't enough people there to turn that state uh, red. It's a blue state. Most of the politicians in Springfield, the capital, are indeed... um, Democrat, or should I say Demorat. Illinois has a $216 billion debt load. So that would require a tax. In order to eliminate that debt, you'd have to tax every person, every, not household, every person, $51,000. Oh, jeez. Are you kidding? Cook County, that's where Chicago is located. Some people call it Crook County, Crook County. The last budget projected a deficit of about 50 million. If you were to stretch it out over time, as people who like to play with calculators do, by 2023, the deficit's gonna be about 200 million. The Chicago Public School Teachers Union Pension Fund has an unfunded liability of close to 10 billion. $10 billion. They've got over 30,000 teachers, active or retired, being paid more than $100,000 per year. Their school system sucks. Active teachers are making $100,000 a year. Can you say drain the swamp? Where's the disconnect here? Something's not working. It's estimated that one out of three state income tax dollars are going towards teachers' pay. Folks... You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. None of it is sustainable. None of this is sustainable. So let's talk about let's talk about Illinois. And then this was brought to my attention, Oklahoma. Have you ever been to Oklahoma? Nice people in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, by the way, is a red state. Illinois is a blue state. Oklahoma is a red state. In fact, it's so red that when Barack Obama ran for president, there was not one county in Oklahoma that voted for Barack Obama. (laughs) Not one. Okay, so let's just talk about the differences. First of all, in Illinois, there are more people on welfare than there are people working. A lot of that has to do with the people living in Crook County. As I mentioned, Chicago pays the highest wages to teachers than anywhere else in the United States. Average pay is over $100,000 a year. The pensions average up to 90% of their income. Wow, that's a great place to live and teach, huh? Woo! Hey! Let me take you to a website. It's called heyjackass.com. Heyjackass.com. Uh, They keep track of stuff going on in Illinois, specifically Chicago. And uh, they they talk about Chicago values. Heyjackass.com. So this is is current. Okay, I'm, as I record 
this particular podcast, and this is July 30th, 2019. So year to date, shot and killed in Chicago, 269 people. Shot and wounded, 1,297 people. Total people shot, 1,566. I'm going to stop and, and redo this. 269 people shot and killed as of today. Shot and wounded, 1,297. Total people shot, 1,566 in the city of Chicago, where they have some of the strictest gun laws in the United States of America. A city run by Democrats. Their version of a city councilman is called the aldermen. Those are some of the most corrupt people. They've had more aldermen go to jail and prison. It's it's shocking. That's the city of Chicago. So l- let's continue this. Let, let's talk about, by the way, th- thank you, Chicago, for the combat zone. It's more dangerous than Iraq or Afghanistan or anything like that. And, of course, who do they blame? Well, you can't blame Republicans because there aren't any. And your school system, with all those high salaries, rated one of the worst in the country. Can't blame Republicans. There aren't any. State pension fund in the red to the tune of billions and billions. Can't blame Republicans. No, no, no. There aren't enough. There aren't enough Republicans in the state house to blame. Cook County, or should I say Crook County, sales tax, highest in the country. Can't blame Republicans. Remember Obama came from Chicago? Remember that? Remember he said he was going to fix Washington? How could anybody think this guy was going to fix Washington when he came from Crook County, which was one of the most corrupt counties in the United States of America? Give me a break. Okay, so we continue. Let's go. Oh, oh, and then, then how about this? The governor's currently in jail from Illinois. You've got um, George Ryan, former governor. He's in prison. He was replaced by Rob Blagojevich, by the way, also in prison. Jesse Jackson Jr., he and his wife were both in prison. Ah, yes, the land of Lincoln, where governors and representatives make license plates. This is nuts. Ron top to bottom by Democrats. Are you kidding me? Oh, you can go online and look at the list of politicians from the Chicago area and Illinois at large who have gone to prison. It's one of the most corrupt. Well, now let's talk about Oklahoma. My goodness, as I mentioned, Oklahoma, Obama didn't even win one county in the last election. What is it about Oklahoma? You know, They passed a law to place the Ten Commandments on the front entrance to the state capitol. The ACLU opposed it. The feds opposed it. The feds under Obama opposed it, said it would be a mistake. Oh, no, 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 no. They passed it. Oklahoma also passed a law to incarcerate all illegal immigrants and ship them back to where they came from unless they wanted to get a green card and become an American citizen. It was HB 1804. Oh, yeah, ACLU said, can't do this, illegal, we'll take you to court. They did it anyway. And guess what? The illegal scattered. 
They passed a law to include DNA samples from any and all illegals to the Oklahoma database for criminal investigation purposes. Nancy Pelosi, my congresswoman, said it was unconstitutional. Guess what? Oklahoma did it anyway. Oklahoma passed a law declaring Oklahoma to be a sovereign state, not under federal government directives. They joined Texas, Montana, Utah as the only states to do so. Federal government has made bold steps to take away our guns, right? Oh, yes. Oklahoma passed a law confirming people in their state have the right to bear arms and transport them in their vehicles. You know who this is a setback for? Criminals. Because now bad guys are thinking, I don't know, that guy in that pickup truck might be armed. I'm not doing anything with that guy. Liberals didn't like it. Criminals didn't like it. But guess what? Oklahoma did it anyway. Oklahoma voted and passed a law that all driver's license exams are printed in English and English only and no other language. You want to drive, learn to speak the language. Oh, they've been called racist for doing this. But the fact of the matter is roadsides all over the United States are printed in English only. What's up with that? Why isn't that racist? If you want to drive in Oklahoma, not only do you have to know how to read the roadsides, but you got to pass that test in English. I like it. I like it a lot. If I went to another country, and I've been to several other countries over the years, what if I wanted to become a citizen and I wanted to get a driver's license? Do you think they would say, if in Germany, do you, do you think they would allow me to take the test in English? Gosh, you can't even, you go, <laughs> you, you go to a, a, re, a rental car agency in certain places like Germany. You better know how to speak their language. Oh, my goodness. Liberals don't like any of this. But guess what? Who cares? Oklahoma's doing their thing. God bless them for that. And we need to do our thing. Like, drain the swamp. That's why I'm excited about this administration. They are draining the or at least in t trying to drain the swamp trying to drain the swamp that's what donald trump is trying to do drain the swamp and i hope by way of these tweets more and more people are awakening to the fact that these democrats have made a lot of promises very few that they've ever been able to keep if they really cared about america we wouldn't see these filthy neighborhoods if they really cared about america we wouldn't see all of these single mother households on welfare. If they really cared about America, we wouldn't see these schools failing these children with teachers making big bucks in the process. I got news for you. I'm looking at all of these Democrat candidates for, for president right now. And all of their, oh my gosh, I mean, all the giveaways. Free health, oh yes, free health care. Health care is a right. You know, the founding fathers of this country uh, believed that our rights were, were inalienable. In other words, they came from God. Now, in terms of the founders of this country, they, they all believed in God, but the God they believed in varied from man to man, quite frankly. Uh, some were Puritan-type Christians. Others were more deist. But they all agreed, yes, there is a divine creator. And that creator gave us th three rights we can all agree upon. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which is also translated the pursuit of owning property. That's what they all agreed upon. Nobody said health care. Health care is a right. By the way, if health care is a right, then shouldn't I be able to go to the best hospital 
I don't care if that hospital's in another part of the world. If healthcare is a right, then by God, I'm going to, and, and by God, I mean that because he gave me this right. You should have to pay for me to go to Austria to get this particular surgery because they're the only place in the country I can trust. See how stupid all of this is? It makes absolutely no sense. Okay, the Green New Deal. Here's another one for you. The Green New Deal which would radically transform energy consumption because, as you know, energy is causing global warming. <clears throat> I've written two books about this, and you know how I feel on the subject. But this is a study released by the Competitive Enterprise Institute. All you have to do is mention the Competitive Enterprise Institute to any trained liberal or progressive politician, and they'll say, ah, right-wing hacks. Well, in my opinion, they do some pretty good research. They have said, they have said that to implement the Green New Deal, the average household would have to incur expenses of at least $70,000 to get their house up to speed. Just to get your house proficient with the Green New Deal would cost, on the average, about $70,000. And they found that certain states, like for example, Pennsylvania, would face over $2 quadrillion in costs for upgrading residential, commercial, and industrial buildings. $2 quadrillion. By the way, a quadrillion is equal to $1,000 trillion. A quadrillion is a one followed by 15 zeros. A quadrillion is, is roughly 250 times the annual federal budget. Folks, seriously, we need to break through this mess. We need to drain this swamp. And we need to see right thinking begin to permeate, especially this younger generation. And I will do what I can via Hidden Headlines and the radio show on KSFO. And, of course, my website, briansussman.com. Thanks for joining me on this edition of Hidden Headlines.